Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war In a world plagued by division, turmoil, and suffering, there is a calling that transcends the ordinary. It is a calling to bring forth healing and unity, to be a beacon of light amidst the darkness. Answering this higher calling requires courage, compassion, and an unwavering belief in the power of love. To bring forth healing to the world is not just a noble endeavor, it is a sacred obligation. It means using our talents, our voices, and our actions to uplift others and create positive change. Whether we are healers, artists, activists, or simply individuals with a burning desire for transformation, we all have a role to play. We recognize that healing goes beyond physical ailments. It encompasses emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. It requires empathy, compassion, and a genuine desire to alleviate suffering. When we answer this higher calling, we become vessels for hope and catalysts for healing. We inspire others to rise above their own pain and limitations. We create spaces where wounds can be mended and hearts can find solace. I'm speaking of a higher calling because after getting to know my guest today, there is no doubt in my mind that he was called, that he was called just as I was, and just as so many others have been called to serve a deliberate purpose in our world. If you've followed me for any length of time, I'm certain you've heard me speak often of how I no longer believe in coincidences. All of us who are walking this journey, our paths have all crossed for a reason. It is all by the divine intervention and design of the most intricate architect there ever was or ever will be. We have all been perfectly positioned for such a time as this. You're listening to Nurses Out Loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. Before we get started today, I do want to encourage our listeners, if you have questions or comments, or perhaps you want to share your own experiences with what you're seeing on the front lines of healthcare, you can now submit those to us by sending them directly to nurses at americaoutloud.com. We will be featuring your questions and comments every Tuesday on a special Q&A episode with the nurses. We encourage you to engage in the battle and find your voice in this fight. But until you're able to do that, we will continue to be that voice for you. Lance Shuttler is the owner and CEO of Ascent Nutrition, a nutrition and wellness company with the mission of offering deeply transformative and helpful nutrients to as many people as possible and to try to help bring about a great collective shift in human consciousness and health. Having graduated from the University of Iowa with a degree in health science, Lance brings deep experience within the health and wellness fields as well as a well-rounded perspective of the nutraceutical industry. Lance has worked in the three major areas of this industry and saw many inefficiencies and shortcuts that were and still are being taken by many in this field. 
His passion for research, brain health, neurogenesis, nutrition, and biohacking led him to begin Ascent Nutrition, which sources rare and hard-to-find nutrients that can actually be felt by those using the products. It is Ascent Nutrition's mission to provide the most unique supplements and health solutions that nature has to offer. He is also a contributing health and wellness writer at the Epic Times, and some of his other interests also include regenerative agriculture, resource-based economies, and quantum technologies. Lance, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Kimberly. And I want to let you know that that is the best uh, introduction for a podcast that I've ever heard. What you have for your podcast. Amazing. I, I love that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I kind of change it. I change it up every week. I do a little bit of an introduction, you know, based on what we're going to be talking about that day. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's spot on. I was definitely called by God to do everything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I made my commitment to God and to myself that, you know, when certain things happen, and we'll get into that, that I would do everything in my human that everything that's humanly possible for me uh to help bring healing and happiness and peace to people uh physically mentally uh emotionally and spiritually absolutely and you know what before we get started today i want to talk before you we dig into your story which is amazing um i just i want to talk about a little bit about divine intervention um i want to briefly touch on that on how we connected finally connected so yeah, I had spoken at the event, a truth tour event uh, out in Evansville, Indiana. I've spoken at multiple truth tours and apparently Ascent was a sponsor of this event. And our mutual friend, Lewis Herms, who is, Lewis is amazing. So shout out to Lewis. Um, but he was speaking of not only your amazing products, but he talked about just also what an incredible patriot you are. You know, I can remember thinking to myself, okay, I definitely need to connect with him. I need to make him aware of the work that we're doing at Nurse Freedom Network and Remnant Nursing. And, you know, so I took your card with every intention of following up with you that week, but it never happened. It never happened. These these past two years have just kind of, they've been a whirlwind of events and traveling and all kinds of things. So I just never got around to sending that email. Well, as fate would have it, uh, several weeks ago now, I came across your card out of nowhere. I came across your card and I thought, well, the timing is good. We've got this event coming up in, in Georgia and let me just reach out. I'll, I'll send out some information on this sponsorship opportunity that we have. And um, I wasn't even expecting to get a response, to be quite honest with you. And and uh, I got one pretty quickly from your team. And I mean, I just felt like there was so much synergy from the very beginning Um and I think it would just, it really speaks to to God's timing and, and how perfect it truly is. And we weren't meant to connect last year, but we were obviously meant to connect in that moment. So. Yes, absolutely, Kimberly. Thank you for all that. And I totally agree. It's divine intervention. And it is God's timing that, you know, we were specifically as a team uh, really putting more focus on trying to connect with more practitioners, nurses, doctors, people who are on the front lines, you know, seeing what's going on and getting our information out there more uh, because, you know, what we're doing is helping people and we're, you know, getting fantastic results. But 
we want to help even more because we know that there's a need for it. And yeah, shout out to Lewis. He's also a great patriot, great human being. Uh, the Truth Tour events that he's done have been all incredible. Yeah. I spoke at a handful of them and, uh, you know, just a, a testament to him and his team for what they did, putting all of that together and pulling it off and making it a success. Yeah, they're the absolutely amazing team, all of them. But let's talk a little bit about what inspired you to to start Ascent Nutrition and what drives your passion for helping people to achieve that better health and better consciousness. Yeah, so back in 2008, Kimberly, I was in college and I was studying health science. I was studying pre-chiropractic and pre-physical therapy. I didn't quite know which route I wanted to take. But I knew it was something health and wellness. I had grown up playing sports and being really physically active and just, you know, loving working out and exercising and, and doing all that. And I didn't really know a whole lot about nutrition or really health and wellness uh, other than exercise when I was in high school. But when I got to college, I had a fantastic roommate who was very well uh, on his path for health and wellness and uh, he was doing strength training, but he taught me a lot of different things around uh, shifting the mindset, uh, exercise, balance with that, um, diet, nutrition, you know, just kind of integrating that into one's life and making it more of a lifestyle rather than just, you know, something you do every now and then. So I learned a lot of good fundamental principles, discipline, and, you know, I just started kind of taking it from there. And Later in that first year in college, my father started taking antidepressants. He had never really been on anything. And just one particular winter in Iowa, he just wasn't doing that well. And so he went to his doctor and tried to get some help. And he was switched amongst different antidepressants uh, a few different times over a handful of months. And he ended up taking his life out of nowhere uh, because of that. And so that was a huge wake up call for me. And that's really where things began and, and how all of this began. Because I saw, you know, what pharmaceuticals can do to people. Now, obviously, I'm not anti pharmaceutical, they have their place. Right. Uh, but we know in general, especially for uh, brain health, depression, uh, things like that, many of the pharmaceuticals really don't work and they're more just symptom management and they're definitely not a a treatment for you know the underlying issue that's actually going on so from there i really started learning about what is going on in healthcare and what's going on in the 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 medical and uh health and wellness fields in general and started learning, you know, a lot of uncomfortable things. Like, like that's really when uh, I started kind of digging down deep and seeing what is actually going on. And so it didn't happen right away, but a couple years later, I had another light bulb moment, and it became uh, actually through college. I was taking an online anatomy and physiology class, and. I don't know how this person got away with it, Kimberly, but it's quite incredible. This professor was teaching just basic anatomy and physiology, and it was an online course separated into 15 weeks, you know, week one, cardiovascular, week two, nervous system, so forth. But right in the middle, week eight, it was called inventing the AIDS virus, question mark. Hmm. And so 
he brought up information on a book called Inventing the AIDS Virus by Dr. Peter Duesberg. This is a book Bobby Kennedy was referencing heavily in some of the recent books that he's written. Mm -hmm. And it opened my eyes to, you know, a lot of the dark things going on. And, you know, at that moment, I had the choice because he, he wasn't pushing this, but he was helping us to ask questions. And he really started to teach me how to ask questions and how to actually get to the source of what's going on. And so long story short, you know, I took the red pill, I read the whole book and I, I remember distinctly having this thought where like, I, I literally paused and thought, all right, I can continue to believe what I believe about medicine and about the healthcare system that, you know, it's all good. There's some general, you know, things that aren't that great, but overall it's, you know, good and there's nothing really bad happening. Yeah. Or I could view and, and take what I learned from this book and start digging even deeper. And, you know, I, I chose the latter and started learning about all the corruption and all the things that have been going on, not just healthcare wise, but politically, financially, societally, uh, and what these, um, groups of people have done. So, you know, that's a long answer to your question, but that's really where it began. And, and it was two distinct events that sort of opened my mind to really start learning about what's going on. Right. And I think, you know, you touched on just learning how to ask questions. And I think that's so important. I'm, I'm very inquisitive. I think that is what led me to, you know, the path of, of, of walking away from my career was that I started asking questions. But, you know, we should always be asking questions, particularly, you know, as, as an ICU nurse, I know that my patients are my last line. I, I, like I'm the last line of defense for them. And I could be the only thing standing between them and a body bag. And so to me, that's an enormous responsibility. So I'm going to ask questions, um, even though they think we shouldn't, um, but I'm always going to ask questions. And I think that asking those thought provoking questions and planting seeds, um, you know, when, even when people don't agree with you, I, I think that's, that's the biggest thing for me is that that's the approach I use when I, when I, uh, go to people and say, you know, what's happening in the hospitals. I like to ask those thought provoking questions like, you know, why wasn't people, why weren't people dying anywhere other than the hospitals? You know, if it were the virus, why weren't we pulling bodies from homes? Why weren't we pulling bodies off of the streets? And that's usually enough to make people, as you said, just kind of start asking questions, trigger their critical thinking and dig a little bit deeper. Um, so that's a, an approach that I think works well. Yes, yes, exactly. And it was, you know, looking back, I didn't really know, definitely at that time, what he was doing with that, but he was absolutely trying to wake us all up by asking questions. Like, again, he didn't force this at all. He never put his opinion in, in, in this. He just simply had us, you know, read different parts of it, ask questions, give our thoughts on it, analyze things and kind of learn where, where this was all going. Um, you know, today, obviously, I don't think he'd be able to get away with that. I'm not going to oh, no. say his name or, or where this yeah. took place, but um, bless that man, because he definitely radically shifted the course of my life. And, you know, I, I hope so for others that were in that class. And I'm sure some people over the years have definitely thought back to that and remembered it because it was definitely controversial 
And, you know, I'm sure that people were really thinking, well, why are we even talking about this? Because this is just, it was completely out of left field. Right. And I mean, that's the hallmark of a, of a great teacher is somebody who is teaching you uh, not what to think, but how to think. And that every teacher should be striving for that. But that unfortunately is not what we see, as you know, uh, any any longer. We don't we we see them teaching you um, propaganda and a narrative and what to think versus how to think and how to think critically, which is going to be the downfall, part of the downfall of society, in my opinion. Is it yes, no it, how to ask questions anymore? Yes, exactly, exactly. And you know, when I was getting towards the end of my schooling. So I went to the University of Iowa and I started, this was a little bit, uh, a year or two after this situation with uh, the, the the AIDS information that I had learned, I started really seeing through a, a lot of things. And it was, again, how it spans our whole society and started learning about what's really going on, how the power structures really work or how they have worked. And... I got so frustrated and upset at what was being taught in school. Uh, it wasn't like it is today. I mean, today it's even more insane. Uh, but I really was asking myself, like, do I want to go this route? Like, do I actually feel like these teachers know more than me on some of the stuff? Now, of course, yes, they did in some ways. But what I'm talking about more is, do they know what's going on right now in the world? Uh, on a deeper level, do they understand the agenda that's actually playing out right in front of them? And for most of them, like I obviously don't know, and I didn't know, but in general, I could see based on the way that they were talking and, um, you know, teaching that they were oblivious to what was happening too. So I got so up for, uh, upset, Kimberly, that I ended up my, my senior semester, just a handful of weeks before graduating, I stopped going to classes. And it was my way of uh, really pushing back and taking a stand for what I believed that I'm, I'm not going to support this. I can't be involved in this. It was a waste of my time. Uh, and, and so I stopped going. And, you know, when I made that choice, I, I remember knowing that it was going to be incredibly difficult because I, then I had to face my family and friends and, you know, basically explain myself why I was dropping out. And, you know, it was very difficult, uh, you know, as you know, you've done, you know, your actions and you've spoken up and done so many amazing things and people, they, they can't see that, some of them, and they, they literally think you're insane. So, you know, yeah. I, I went through that as we all have, you know, those of us who have been waking up. Uh, but it was definitely difficult. And I knew I made the conscious choice that, okay, this is probably going to be uh, quite hellish for me in some ways. And it honestly was, it was, it was the dark night of my soul for sure. But it led to everything that's now happening right here. And it's all coming full circle. And so I ended up actually going back to school a year and a half later to finish because the classes that I was able to take were actually beneficial to my life. And that was the other part of it where the, the classes I was taking, it was propaganda mm -hmm. and it was not actually serving me as a human. So I stopped going. And, you know, when things kind of shifted a year and a half later, I was able to take classes that were like truly beneficial for me. And 
I enjoyed them and they added value to my life and not just, you know, from a, a degree angle. So I did end up finishing and, you know, it was a really good thing and it sort of led me uh, down this path even further. Yeah, that's me. I can't believe some days that I made it through my college courses. <laughs> I, I had, a, I can remember taking sociology, um, which was a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. And you know, many many people were just like, Kimberly, just keep keep your head down and your mouth shut, and you'll you'll pass the course just fine. And that's just not me. Um, so yeah, I didn't I didn't end up uh, walking away like you did, but I I sure was pretty vocal. <laughs> so <laughs> it was an interesting interesting class to say the very least. Um, but I think that what you did is amazing because too many people don't take that stand and, and too many people do just kind of put their head down and, and, and go along to get along, which I just can't stand. We need more, uh, people speaking up and speaking out boldly because what's happening is wrong. And I think that most people agree with that, but they just don't have the courage to stand up and say anything. And I think just having, having people out there willing to do that and encourage and inspire others is so important to move forward. Yes, I fully agree, Kimberly. And you know, it's, as you know, a lot of people will talk about it or, or they'll hear about it. Like, you know, you need to do what's right. You need to take a stand, you know, even if you have to go against the grain, you know, you should do it. And these are all like really great and motivational things, but as you know, and, and so many people as well listening, it's another thing to hear it or talk about it. And it's another thing to do it. And that's exactly where, you know, we all have to, and myself included, continue to muster up even more courage and strength day by day as we keep going, because it's actions that make these ripple effects. And now I definitely do believe that, um, you know, our thoughts, our words, in our actions in all combination of that, you know, really form our reality. But there's things that, you know, if you don't act, it can only go so far. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a testament to you and, you know, the people that you work with Kimberly that are doing this and we we've needed every bit of it and we need more people actually taking actions and, even if their actions is only they can do is just spread the information or help wake people up. That's, that's fantastic. But you, you know what I'm saying? When you're actually in a position to take an action that is going to change things, it's really our, our higher calling to do that. Exactly. Exactly. And when God calls, you don't hang up the phone. You know, you have, you walk the walk. Um, you're right. So many people do, they talk, but, um, I will even say in the beginning when the the vaccine mandates came out there were a lot of people who were standing up no i won't say a lot there were a few people who were standing up because their job was directly on the line but um and i'm talking outside of the the healthcare industry um people were standing up against the vaccine mandates but as soon as the supreme court decision came down that pretty much made the, it made it illegal or and they deemed it unconstitutional except for healthcare workers they kept the mandate in place for healthcare workers because apparently we don't have the same, you know, constitutional rights as everybody else. Um, but I, I, I was really sad to see how many of those people, once it no longer affected them personally, they, they stood down and they were like, oh, well, okay, sorry for your luck, nurses. Um, right. That really bothered me because people were only standing up when it, when it affected them. And, you know, as long as, there, there are uh, groups of people that are oppressed, 
you know, I mean, we should be standing up and we should be, we should be doing the right thing. Fully agree. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about, you know, you started Ascent in 2020. Yes. Right? 2020. So that's an, a, a, a challenging time, right? A challenging time to start a business, but you're, you're very successful. So I just want to kind of hear a little bit about what it was like to start that in the middle of this global pandemic when many businesses are kind of going out of business and shutting down and not able to thrive, how you were able to grow your business in this, in this space. Yeah. Thank you, Kimberly. The, the foundational answer and you know there's more to it that i'll get into but honestly like the the, the simple truth is that prayer is what helped make it successful mm -hmm. you know i i didn't quite know what we were getting into i could see that these psychopaths were really about to amp up the heat because i've been following for a while what they've been doing and seeing the different geopolitical moves seeing how they mass lie to us use the media all that stuff, but I didn't quite know they would amp it up that much. Um, and, you know, looking back, obviously I wouldn't change anything, but if I had known it was going to be like that, maybe I would have done different timing. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have like, a, that's all hindsight, but um, it was an interesting time for sure. I think really, again, like it's, th this has been seeded with the intention and so many prayers to bless and help people that I just really believe the reason why we're successful is obviously hard work. We have an amazing team, but also this is in God's hands and this is definitely being driven, uh, by, you know, divine intervention and divine order. And, you know, kind of like on a, on a human level, it, it was definitely difficult and has been very difficult in different ways, but, really it's just the mission that's kept me going because there's many different times where I truly did want to stop uh, because there was a lot of different obstacles we faced and you know just different things that made it difficult to continue to to keep waking up each day and keep going but part of that is what we're seeing with people in the results that they're getting and that's really where again kind of going back to the my foundational story is I really just wanted to help people to not suffer and to not have to feel that emotional pain of being in such a desperate place where they want to end their life. Obviously, no one wants to feel that, uh, but people feel that every single day. And we have, you know, humans all around the world taking their life every single day. And so I wanted to just do something that would be meaningful and, and actually help people with medicine and offer solutions that are outside of the mainstream pharmaceutical complex. And that's so necessary. And, and it's unfortunate, but it's, it's always the first thing that they go to when you go to, you know, and it, it's a big step even to acknowledge and admit that you're, you're struggling and taking that to a medical professional is, is a, a big step for people. And it's very difficult. And when they go there and they're looking for help, 
Unfortunately, the first thing that they go to is the prescription pad every time. That is not where we should be starting. We should never be starting. Um, I mean, like you said earlier, pharmaceuticals have their place, but it should never be our first resort. It should always be our last, particularly in this, because there are so many other things that are more effective. Uh, just exercise and changing your diet can work wonders wonders going out for a walk being in nature all of those things um are are proven effective in uh in treating depression anxiety and all of these other um ailments yet the first thing we do is go to the prescription pad right it's and, and as you know uh you know clearly even better than i in that industry and just in in that whole system of healthcare it's just been conditioned now to where, you know, so many of the doctors, I mean, thankfully it's changing for sure, but in the past it's been so many of the doctors, they're doing just that. They hear what's going on. All right, well, we got a prescription for you. You can pick it up here. Uh, everything else good. All right, we'll see you in a you know little while and we'll keep checking back. And that's so like, it sounds a little arrogant, Kimberly, but I honestly don't care. It's so unintelligent and it's so- exactly. Uh, honestly dumb uh and you know i i don't say that lightly like it's 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 insanity that you have some of the most educated and quote-unquote knowledgeable and quote-unquote intelligent people uh allegedly who have just become robots to a system prescribing drugs that are not actually going to help no, you're exactly right. You're spot on when you say that. And they've really dumbed down medicine. Um, they have made it to where these doctors, like you said, are supposed to be educated, well-educated. And they've made it to where they they simply come in, they look at a group of symptoms, and they put it into their little electronic device or whatever they have now. And it literally spits out, you know, they put in the group of symptoms and it spits out, well, what would be the best medication or drug um, to prescribe for this group of symptoms. And, and it's, that's medicine. Now, nobody's thinking for themselves as far as diagnosing or they're not using any type of critical thinking. It's all very rigid, very protocol driven. And listen, your average visit with your practitioner is probably five to seven minutes, most of which is spent, as you said, talking about, okay, what, what prescription medications are you on and do you need a refill? And all right, we'll see you in three months. That's it. I've been in healthcare for nearly 30 years. Like, this is what I've seen. And I've seen it just getting worse and worse and worse. And then they think that these doctors have the opportunity to do independent research on anything. They don't. They're just their paycheck employees that um, are based on, on productivity. That's how they get paid is how many patients that they can herd in like cattle. And it's, it's just, it's really sad. And the way that healthcare has gone, I don't think, and actually I don't even like to call it healthcare anymore. It's a sick care system. It does absolutely nothing to keep anybody well. So I don't even really refer to it as healthcare any longer, um, but it's, it definitely has to change. We need, yes, we it, need a big change. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think part of the, the good things uh, that have come from this, uh, global situation. Uh, you know, there's been so many crimes against humanity committed. Like I, I'm fully aware of that. Uh, there's also good things that have come from it in that people's mindsets have changed. Not everyone, obviously, but there has definitely been a great awakening happening and more people are questioning 
more people are looking for alternatives. Uh, people's value systems have changed, I think, in in better ways um, overall. Mm. And in that, you know, that's part of the the change that's happening. But yes, we need a, a thorough flushing and cleansing of you know all the atrocities and all the crimes that have been committed in healthcare. And we need full accountability. We need people. We need we need the spotlight put on these people so that we can all see justice served. Absolutely. And we're going to dig into more. I've got a break coming up, but we'll dig into more of that when we get back. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, or Alexa 24-7. Great talk radio. All of our shows go to podcast the following day. You can hear them on apps such as Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for me. Don't forget to check out our online store at americaoutloud.shop where you can find all of the products that we represent on our network at a discounted rate, including ASEA Redox, which I can personally speak to seeing fantastic results with, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. Use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your purchase. We'll catch you on the other side of this break. Stay with us. It's time and this is world. Asia believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. Asia, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OutLoud for 20% off. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use CofixRx because it works. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. 
get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. When God, through His grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. Wherever you're listening from today and whatever you're doing, I thank you for giving me the gift of your time. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future. If you're just joining us, I've been talking with the CEO of Ascent Nutrition, Lance Shetler. Let's jump right back in. Lance, thanks again for being here. Thank you, Kimberly. Absolutely. We've had a great conversation so far. We've talked about so many of the things that have been going on in our world um, and that, you know, really that we've we've been waking up to or so many of us. It sounds like you've been awake for quite a while. Um, for me, it was really COVID that that really opened my eyes, uh, peeled them wide open, I will say. And it really makes you kind of look back at the rest of your life and of history and of different things that have happened. And you start looking at it through a different lens, I feel like. And then I, I don't know if it's like this for you, but for me, I start looking back at these things and it's like the propaganda is so glaring that I didn't recognize it before, but now I can see it everywhere in everything. Yes, exactly, exactly. And yeah, it was a it was a, a gradual process for me in some ways, but also, you know, you get the Band-Aid ripped off metaphorically, and that's sort of what it takes sometimes. And, uh, you know, there were definitely some big events, like we had mentioned earlier, that did that for me. But then, as you know, it's a, it's a process, and there's more, and there's so many layers to it. And, you know, I just kept literally having my mind blown for i mean really this whole time but specifically the first you know few years after i started waking up to this stuff thinking wow how are they actually getting getting away with all this and they've thought of everything they they had everything covered but you know kimberly i really believe that good people are actually in control of the situation but it's also part of uh humanity's job for like we have to play our role too we have to wake up and we have to demand the change and we have to call it forth and we have to create it and you know i think it's one of these situations where it's clearly so dark right now in so many different ways and so many people uh, are facing different obstacles and challenges and yet i do believe that there will be a happy ending to this and that justice will get served and that there's going to be a breakthrough, you know, cause we've, we've all just been like grinding along day by day through this whole situation. Like, okay, we can see some, some good things happening, but it's also like the, 
this dark side, they're trying to clamp down even more. So like the pressure clearly is building and there's got to be a release moment. And I think that release moment will end up being good. It might be a little messy, but I think that we will see justice served and these conversations and everything that you're doing, everything that we're doing and so many other people around the world, it's all necessary because, you know, we all value life and it comes down to that. They, they have wanted to exterminate the human species, as you know, and, uh, we aren't going to allow that to happen. And, you know, I, I just kind of to go off what you we were just talking about, like, I, I, I would love to know this just from my part, <laughs> from my personal, um, it, you know, how, how do you stay grounded and centered amidst the, just all of the chaos that we've been seeing these last three years have been crazy. Right. But especially as an entrepreneur, you know, I often hear myself saying, you know, once I get remnant up to a cruising altitude, then, you know, life will make sense again. Right. And I can reincorporate things like, like joy and self-care and relaxation, all of, all of these things that I, I feel like I have kind of put on a back burner over the, the last three years and all of the craziness that has gone on with uh, trying to, to build remnant and, um, you know, leaving, leaving my job and all of the insanity, but can you give me some hope Lance that these things are going to be on the horizon? Like it's not always going to be this way, right? I mean, you've been doing this for a while. So I, I just have to tell you these 20 hour workdays are not sustainable for me. So No, no, they're not. And Kimberly, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've, I've been doing that and, you know, I put in my 20 hour days many times as well. And, it's it's not that I'm you know fully in a in a optimal work life balance with this stuff because you know th this is just part of my my life's mission. Yeah. So you know the conversations I'm having, you know emails, uh, doing different work tasks, it's all sort of just part of my day and part of my life. Uh, but what keeps me grounded first is prayer. Like it helps literally keep me sane with what's going on and helps keep me focused on what's important and real and that I can't get distracted by the outside things that either I don't have control over or it's not beneficial for me to focus on or worry about. Um, so that's first and foremost. And then secondly, it's really just consciously building in time for working out and exercise in general, you know, we all benefit from exercise me in particular, like I really, I really need that. And it really helps me mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, when I get that active exercise, whatever it is, usually strength training that helps me tremendously. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I've been on, on this, you know, this grind really very intensely the past three and a half years. And, you know, I, I can't say that I'm the the most ideal, uh, you know, work-life balance candidate. That's definitely not true. Mm -hmm. uh, but those few things definitely have helped me and helped keep me grounded and balanced and uh, just, you know, trying to stay in the best frame of mind that I can. Well, I say I will say I am working on all of that and really trying to um, take take the time that I need to in order to to re uh, you know incorporate all of those things into my life that are that are so important because I know that I'll be more productive if I'm uh, in a better physical 
and in mental state, I'm going to be more productive in, in serving what, what is my life's mission. So I want to talk about your products, though. You were you were kind enough to you sent me some wonderful products to try. Thank you so much for that. Um, I, and I want to talk a little bit about some of these these products um, and and what kind of sets them apart from others that might be on the market. Uh, I'll start with my this is my favorite so far is the pine needle extract. It's quite tasty, Lance. <laughs> yes, thanks, Kimberly. And we we made that so um, we wanted to make it taste good. So a lot of tinct yes, a lot of tinctures, as you know, are are stored in alcohol, and that's mm -hmm. great as a preservative, but the taste on it just really isn't ideal for most people. So we wanted to bring out the pine needles because the pine needle tea. I know that you're aware of this, and so many people listening are aware a few years ago, the pine needle tea kind of resurfaced that information and it went viral in our communities and we started hearing about it more. So what we did is we started wild harvesting white pines, Eastern white pines. It's loaded in shikimic acid and shikimic acid is what makes up Tamiflu. Mm -hmm. So shikimic acid has very beneficial properties, especially right now in relation to cardiovascular health and the events that we're seeing around the world um people can look into that but there's powerful blood cleansing properties and uh properties of shikimic acid that help to make sure that blood uh clots the way that it should normally and it doesn't get doesn't go one way or the other uh too much um and there's other aspects to shikimic acid but we wanted to get it out there because we knew that it was going to have detoxification effects specifically uh re relating to you know clotting and relating to heavy metals and toxins in the blood so we're aware of you know what that does and we've got a lot of people who use that and feel the effects um so we wanted to bring that out and really make it something that the masses could consume because we understand the need for it by the masses Right. And it's it's so important in these times where we're seeing so many of these interesting um, the blood clots that we're seeing, unfortunately, after um, after the COVID-19 mRNA uh, jabs, we're seeing yep. that more and more. So this is just more proof that, you know, it's a very timely, um, very timely for, for where we're at. Um, another one, I, I use this one every morning now, the organic lion's mane and then the uh, agaricon mushroom powders i use them every morning in my coffee so i'm loving those this is interesting i did not know this land so humans share 50 percent of our dna in common with mushrooms yes yes it, it's unbelievable honestly i didn't know and, that so we're like we're fungi uh yeah essentially. Or at least half fungi. <laughs> yes yes exactly and, and you know what that means for us is that they've been able the the, the mushrooms they create different compounds that are highly beneficial with us. And they're, they're synergistic in ways that, you know, they have to create these compounds to protect themselves or, you know, do perform different mechanisms. And when we humans consume them, we benefit. And so it's sort of like we, we've been designed, you know, very similarly to them so that we can use the medicine that they provide. And there's so many beneficial compounds in those mushrooms and agaricon, you know, there's a fascinating story with it. I'll, I'll keep it short, but after nine 11, 
the U.S. Department of Defense. They had a program called Biodefense BioShield. They worked with the NIH and NIAID, and they were studying basically counter agents to cowpox, bird flu, swine flu, anthrax. That was when the whole anthrax thing was, you know, really making the news. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to find you know, antidotes or counter agents to them. And they studied a couple hundred thousand different samples. These were pharmaceutical compounds. They were natural compounds, mushrooms, uh, and different, different things found in the wild. And the agaricon was off the charts and it's antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal capacities, um, active against many different viruses. And this information wasn't even really necessarily supposed to get out. Uh, but it did, I definitely believe through divine intervention Mm -hmm. and the scientist, Paul Stamets, a lot of people listening had probably heard of him. He's the one that's talked about this published, uh, studies on it. And he, he was the guy who was working with them to do this. He wasn't supposed to get the information, but he did and it became public. So that's a fascinating mushroom. And we grow that organically, both of them we do some unique things where we grow it longer than other companies. And so we get higher percentages of the important constituents in there. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes, you know, a very strong product. And these are grown here in uh, USA. Correct. Yep. Awesome. Very good. And then the other product uh, that I, this one is going to be a game changer for me, uh, the algae oil. So, I am one of those people, Lance, that I can't do fish oils. I can't do fish oils because of the taste, because of the smell. Like literally you open the bottle and I can't do it. So I think that this is this is going to be a game changer for me as far as uh, getting that source of omega-3s. So tell me about your, your algae oil product. Yes. So, you know, we all have heard on omega-3s that they're beneficial for us humans. You know, they're called essential fatty acids, meaning we we need to get them in the diet. We can't produce them from our body. So what we've done is instead of going to the fish, we go to the source. So fish actually eat algae and incorporate these omega-3s or these fatty acids into their cellular membrane. So the fish is the middle person. The algae is the source. So we go to the source and we water extract it and we bypass the entire fish oil industry and the entire extraction process that needs to take place with fishing transporting the fish squeezing the oil out of the eyes of the fish that's where most of it comes from uh, and out of the body of the fish to produce that finished product and there's other steps that have to take place to to clean it make sure there's no heavy metals in it all that we bypass all of that entirely we just go to the source and we water extract it and we have only fatty acids in there. So DHA, EPA, and then 22 other fatty acids. And it's the cleanest omega-3 product on the market. And, you know, we've talked about this, Kimberly. I don't make statements just as a marketing angle or just for fun to say these things or, you know, hey, just believe me because I'm saying it. We've got the science to back that up. So I, you know, spent two and a half years working on this so that we could make that statement authentically and proudly and not just, you know, hey, believe me because I'm saying it. So we show the COA on the website. People can fact check this. Go look it up. Go search for any other omega-3 product on the market. 
And if you find one that's cleaner, I'll walk back that statement. But as of right now, and what we've found, there's not a cleaner one out there. The point being, we wanted to give people the cleanest options possible. You know, it's wonderful and great that we take supplements and, you know, we want to have a clean diet, but if we're putting in junk with the supplements, then it's counteracting and it's not really in, it's not congruent. So we see too much you know, of that. I'll say that. Yes. A hundred percent. So, you know, people can look that up and, you know, we, we stand behind that proudly. And we also mix in organic cold press lemon peel oil. So the lemon version. Mm-hmm. so that it covers up the algae taste. Cause there is a, you know, an algae taste to yeah. it, uh, but it covers it up by about 99%. And, you know, most people love it. Kids love it. You know, kids, mothers, pregnant mothers, nursing mothers, they're the most important for it, but every human needs these omega threes. So even the 95 year old grandfather or grandmother needs it just as much as the baby but from a you know a, a preference and priority angle definitely the child needs to really make sure that that they're getting it in their diet however they can um because it helps to actually build neurons and build the cardiovascular system build the nervous system it incorporates into the eyes the retina of the eyes so dha is an actual physical building block of neurons and of the eyes and really every cellular membrane So it's sort of like, it's not like turmeric where, okay, turmeric's a wonderful root herb, but you don't have to get that in the diet. Like you're going to be fine if you don't have turmeric in your life, but omega-3s, like we have to get them in the diet. And most commonly it's through fish, but even if a person is having one serving or excuse me, if they're having a serving of salmon they need to have about seven to 14 servings a week to get a thousand to 2000 milligrams of DHA per week. And that those are like the therapeutic, uh, targetable, uh, ranges that, you know, so many studies have been published on this. People can just look this up a thousand to 2000 a day of the omega threes is really what a person wants to aim for. And you would have to consume so much salmon, the highest source of omega threes, just to get that. And so this truly becomes not just a supplement, but a food that everyone can benefit from, whether they're vegan or they're carnivore or anything in between, it doesn't matter. Most people, 95% of Americans are deficient in the omega threes. So they're super important in that way. And, you know, it kind of stacks with another thing that we've got, which is the humic and fulvic acid. And, you know, that's a a longer thing, but the, the short of it is that the humic and fulvic is known to bind to graphene oxide. It's known to bind to aluminum, lead, and other heavy metals. Humic acid is very antiviral. You can find this on PubMed and there's amazing things happening with that. It also binds to the receptors of spike proteins. And again, there was a study published just about a year ago uh, in January 23 on that. And the, the point being is that you know, we're aware of what these things can do. Obviously we aren't saying that it's going to treat or cure or do anything like that, but we do know that people are having tremendous results with it. And, you know, those just speak for themselves. 
That's amazing. And especially now, you know, at this point, even if we're, we've not been um, vaccinated and, and all of that, we are all exposed via, um, via shedding and, and so many other, um, uh, other thing. It's not just, it's not just that it's everything that's in our toxic environment. So uh, the, we can't, uh, you know, overstate the need to be um, getting ourselves in optimal immune health. And Lance, I'm so thankful for you and your incredible products. Um, I'm already feeling a difference. So I'm excited to kind of see where this goes and continues. I wish we had more time. I absolutely wish we had more time. There's so much more we could dig into, but I will definitely have you back on. Thank you, Kimberly. I, I appreciate all this. This was a fantastic conversation. I hope it helps a lot of people. Absolutely. That's all the time that we have for today, friends. But remember, we are here on the air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can also catch the encore at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please be sure to tune in and listen to myself and my amazing sister nurses. As we walk you through all of these hot topics, we will empower you with information and education. We will advocate and we will stand in the gap for you because we are nurses and this is what we do. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. You can find me here every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Until next time, be safe, be well, and God bless. Remember, we are in a war for truth. We are putting out a bounty on the real misinformation and exposing the purveyors of propaganda. No topic is off limits as we shine our lights and expose the darkness. It's time and